Hi, my name is Ed. I am the founder and chief consultant with Test Prep Consulting, and I want to thank you for joining us today. We're going to be diving into ACT English and what to do if you have zero time to study for it. Um, so if this is the first step in your journey, um, I want to thank you for joining us. If this is the uh, simply the next step in your journey and you've been with us before, welcome back. So today, again, we're going to get into ACT English and what to do if you have not had any time when will not have any time to study for it uh, prior to taking the exam. So we're going to go over my top four tips on what you can do if you have zero time to study for it. Um, but first, because I know that um, you're watching this video or listening to this on a podcast uh, because you have no time to study, presumably, um, that means you're probably using your own materials or your own study materials and doing this kind of on your own. Um, so as a free gift to you, uh, just because I want to thank you for joining me today uh, and listening to this particular video or podcast, I want to give you my guide to free ACT resources. It's a completely free guide. Um, it's an easy read. It is only about 10 pages. It's on a PDF um, and it's completely free. So you can actually find it by going to the link that's in the description of the video or in the link that's in the description of the podcast. Um, it'll take you right to the page where all you have to do is download it and it is uh, a must have. I, you know, I, I really think that it's something that you'll be able to utilize um, even if you only have a little bit of time. Um, and the best part is the resources that I put in there, they cost zero dollars, not a single penny could be completely free. Um, so download that guide. Um, again, just completely free uh, as a gift to you for joining us today. Um, so without further ado, let's dive into this ACT English and what to do if you have no time to study for it. Um, well, as with any exam, if you were to go in completely blind, um, that would be really jarring. Um, and ACT English is no exception because it's going to be the very first section that you see on the exam. Um, so the very first tip that I would have for you is number one, you need to be as familiar with it as possible. Okay. Um, the ACT English exam part again is the very first section that you're going to see. Um, you will see likely if you have the paper exam, the left side of the page will have a passage and then the right hand side of the page will be questions. You have to read through the passage and as soon as you get to an underlined portion uh, with a little number or a part that has a, a Roman numeral on it, um, at that point you find the question next to the passage and answer that question. Once you've answered it, then you continue to go through the passage. I know that a lot of people like to um, kind of preview the questions in advance. That does not work on the ACT English exam. Read through the passage and then answer the questions. Um, you should know that you will have five passages that you're going to go through and there are 15 questions for each one of those passages. Uh, so that's a total of 75 questions and you'll have to answer those in 45 minutes. So if you really break all that down, that means that for each passage, you need to get that done in about nine minutes. If you're not averaging nine minutes per passage, you'll find yourself running out of time at the end, which actually as a side note, never leave any question unanswered. You get no deductions for wrong answers. Um, the worst you could do is leave five, six, seven questions completely unanswered. So. Um, again, you want to make sure that you're finishing each one of those passages in about an average of nine minutes. Now, the 
questions are going to be primarily on sentence structure, grammar, and punctuation. It takes up probably about 55-60% of, of the test. Um, the other 40% of the questions are on mm -hmm. your overall knowledge of the language um, as to whether or not you understand word choice, tone, and style, um, and also um, your writing skills, so organization of ideas and things like that. Um, if anything, just take comfort in the fact that all of these things that you're going to be tested on, you've been exposed to for years in school. So if you don't get a chance to study for this, try to remain confident that these are things that you've been doing at school or in the classroom for years. So please keep that in mind. So again, tip number one, make sure you at least know the basics before you're walking in. Number two, I want you to approach the English section as if you are quickly proofreading a paper. Now, back in the day when we used to get our papers graded, uh, we didn't type them out on laptops or on computers or, or put them in, in iPads. Uh, we actually had to write them out. And then when we got them back, we would see all of the red ink, um, you know, things that were underlined or misspelled, uh, notes from the teachers in the margins. Um, I don't know if they do that nowadays. I feel like that's something that you only see on, on older TV shows or movies. Um, but I want you to go through the passage quickly as if you're proofreading a paper. Think like you had just finished your own uh, one or two page essay and you gave it to a friend um, or a significant other to read through and they had to quick make notes on it and then you took it back to the, the computer and you made those corrections. Um, or maybe you're, you're the one that's actually revising it for a sibling and you're going through and quickly correcting things. Um, that's how I want you to approach it. And the reason why I want you to approach it as if you're reading somebody else's paper is because think about what happens when we're reading somebody else's work. We're not just looking for rules or things that we're trying to fix. We're also seeing as, as if it makes sense. We're reading to see if what we're reading kind of flows well and is logical and makes sense. Uh, and isn't just you know a bunch of filler. And we'll get to that in a second too. Um, but the reason why I do that is because there are going to be a number of questions that ask you if things are in the, in the right logical order or if a particular sentence that is added or deleted, how does that affect the passage? So you need to not just make sure you understand your commas and your semicolons, but you need to make sure that you know what's actually going on in the passage. And that can be kind of tough sometimes. Um, so again, number two tip, make sure you're reading through it as if you're proofreading somebody's paper. Okay. All right. The third tip. And this is where I'd start talking a little bit about filler. The ACT likes things written short and sweet. Okay. Think about when you've done a paper in the past or an essay and your teachers told you that you need to have a certain number of pages or to a certain word count. And you started to go through it and you put all those things together and then you find out that you're a half a page short or that you're a couple hundred words short. What do you start doing? You start filling it in extending sentences longer than they need to, restating ideas, becoming sometimes conversational. The ACT hates that. So the third tip here is short and sweet. A number of these questions are going to ask you about sentence structure and if they're actually getting to the point. So your knowledge of the written language and your knowledge of language in general, you need to look through it and read it and say, am I getting to the point? Am is the reader getting to the point quickly and not filling it with extra words that don't necessarily belong there? Those are many more questions than you would think. So um, when you're reading through it, number three tip here, as you're reading through your paper, 
as if you're proofreading it, which was tip number two. Number three, make sure the things that you're reading are short and sweet, okay? All right, last tip. Make sure you do as many practice passages as you can before the exam. And I know that if you're watching this, you probably have very little time. I just explained to you how a practice or how a passage in the English exam, you have to finish it in about nine minutes. We're probably close to the nine minute mark in this video. So if you had nine minutes to watch this video, I know you have nine minutes to do at least one practice passage. If you can do two, three, four, five, that's great. When you don't have a lot of time to study, what you need to do is you need to be as familiar as possible. Um, sometimes I can use sports analogies with this, right? Um, it's easy to be able to play on our own home field or our, our own home court, but going somewhere else to play is a little bit different. Um, maybe um, the seats in the gym are, are closer to the sidelines on a basketball court, or maybe the sun is hitting differently on a tennis court or on a soccer field or a football field differently um, on, you know, at a field at a different school. Um, these are things you have to think about. How can you take advantage of the situation as much as possible? And the way you can do that with the ACT is to be as familiar as you can. And by doing practice passages, not only are you familiarizing yourself with the exam, but you're also able to maybe pick up on a couple things that you might say, oh, I got that, that one wrong there. But when I take the exam again, I know I'll get that one right if I see a similar question. Um, so it's like you're not studying the actual concepts, but you're still testing yourself on those concepts. And if you get one wrong, then you know how to correct it. If you get it right, then you know you're on the right track. Now, I know what you might be saying. Where can I get these exams? Because I want to practice them. Um, well, you can find them online if you dig enough. Um, but primarily, these will be in ACT prep books. Um, so that's the other area that you can find them at. I know that there is a free exam and there usually is a free exam that you can take on the ACT website, um, but there's also uh, some at some other test prep websites as well. And even if they're not full tests, they might at least have um, certain passages uh, available for you to be able to practice. So um, give those a shot and make sure that you try to practice those as much as you can. So again, let's go through these tips one last time. Number one, you wanna make sure that you understand the basics before you walk in. Number two, as you read through the section, uh, make sure that you're reading through it and treating it as if you're proofreading someone's paper. Number three, make sure that you are paying attention to whether or not the writing is redundant or not because you wanna make it short and sweet. Um, and then number four, practice as many passages as you can and read through as many passages as you can. One last thing, if you do have time to look at some more resources, please do me a favor, go to my link and download that quick guide to free ACT resources. You can get your hands on a lot of good stuff and it won't cost you a single penny. Again, the link is in the description to the video or in the description to the podcast. So again, this was our tips for ACT English. If you have zero time to study, I wish you the best of luck on the exam.